So this week we've had a couple of discussions about Remembrance Day. And um, how many of you, be honest, how many of you found out for the first time yesterday that November 8th was um, Indigenous Veterans Day in Canada? Started in 1994 in Manitoba and has spread slowly across the country since then. Um, But yesterday, as far as I can remember, was the first time that it was a topic of discussion in this country very prominently. I'm sure it's been discussed at other levels, but it seems to me like it was a key part of the discussion yesterday. And a lot of that was because of the issue with our flags, which were lowered to um, half-staff during the discovery of the unmarked graves. And they've been down ever since. So now we came to this point where, okay, what are we going to do come Remembrance Day? Uh, So the decision was made to raise them at sunset on Sunday so they could be lowered at sunrise on Monday, November 8th, in recognition of Indigenous Veterans Day. Then they were raised at sunset last night, and they'll be lowered again on Thursday in recognition of Remembrance Day. But it certainly brought this issue to more prominence than we've seen before. So let's find out why things have changed and where we are in terms of Remembrance Day and Indigenous Veterans Day and how the two fit together with Trevor Norris, who is an associate professor in the Department of Educational Studies at Brock University. Trevor, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate you joining us. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, with all the controversy and discussion around the flags and raising and then lowering them and then raising them again, there seems we're having a bit of a different discussion around Remembrance Day in our country this year. Would you agree with that? It, 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 we're, it's slightly different than the topics we've discussed in years past. Yeah, I think that's quite right. It really does feel a little bit different, you know, even uh, before the issue of the the flag came to a head. um, It did feel different even in the lead up. But really that that flag issue kind of uh, made it front page news and really forced a a discussion and and some decisions uh, about what to do about that that flag. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you're right. It really this year does seem a bit different. I think what we're what we're seeing then is uh, two aspects of Canadian history uh, colliding together, and you know most visibly manifest uh, in the flag uh, debate. But what's what's interesting is I, I think uh, you're also quite right to note that uh, not enough Canadians knew that yesterday was also an important yeah. day of remembrance, and uh, it's uh, it's tragic and unfortunate that it really took the residential school uh, issue to bring that out to kind of more wider recognition, because as you noted, it, it has been around for some time, uh, over 25 years. Um, but, you know, to, to look on the positive side, at least now we're having these kind of conversations, and I think a bit more of a complex uh, and, and, and truthful conversation about what, what it means to be Canadian and, and what are some important parts of our Canadian history that have been overlooked. And Trevor, I think that's the key point when you say it's complex, because it is. Um, the war history of uh, the Indigenous people of Canada is exemplary. I mean, they're remarkable and, and, and deserving in every way of the recognition of all veterans of this country. But like you say, it's complex. There's more to it that, than that in terms of the way they've been involved in even Remembrance Day ceremonies going back through history until not all that long ago. It has been a very complex relationship, hasn't it? Yeah, it has been a very, a very complex, and I, I regret myself not having learned about this earlier. You know, we had Remembrance Day ceremonies in my own high school and, uh, and, and years before that, and this was really not on the radar. Nope. Uh, I kind of was brought up with a bit of a naive and one-sided view of, of Canada and, and also of Remembrance Day. 
so I, I think it's a great improvement and, and real progress that we're now recognizing these Indigenous veterans, many of, many of whom, you know, faced significant persecution when they actually came back to Canada. They couldn't vote. You know, some of them had gone to residential schools or even their children went, their siblings. Um, so they really faced quite a different experience when they came back to Canada. But I think also what's interesting is if, if we look at this in a bit like a bit more complex way, especially in World War One, for example, Canada was in Europe fighting to defend treaty obligations regarding conflict between the Austro-Hungarian Empire and Serbia 100 years ago. Meanwhile, our treaty obligations on this continent were being ignored and overlooked. So I think there's, it's, it is complicated and it is an improvement to begin to recognize the importance of veterans. But I think what also is important to recognize is that uh, we can have a kind of a naive view of a Remembrance Day that it's all, all about the heroism of Canadians and, and fighting on other continents. Yeah. And that's certainly very true, of course. We, you know, who knows what Canada would be like if we hadn't fought against Hitler, for example. So, you know, the heroes that, that fought in those conflicts are very important. But it can present a, a one-sided view that war is something that happens on other continents. But war is something that happened on this continent, too. And uh, that's a part of the founding of this country and the origin of this country. Uh, and, and, and I think what, what's a kind of a more complex view that Canadians are developing because of conversations like this is that there, there is a history of military conflict on this continent, too. And, and that- I'm just talking about, for example, uh, you know, the War of 1812 or a conflict between the French and English. I'm, I'm talking more directly about colonialism. Sure, before that, yeah. Um, and and then that leads us to how Remembrance Day this year walks side by side with the reconciliation efforts and discussion that have been going on for several months in this country and how the two sort of, they need to go together. If we're, if we're really going to go have true remembrance of our Indigenous veterans and we're really going to have true reconciliation, those two issues are closely intertwined. I think that's very, very well said. This is, they're very closely intertwined. And if we're going to be kind of a, a mature nation with a complex perspective on our own history, um, then it's important to start bringing these two together. The heroism of, of Canadian soldiers in, in military conflicts with the, the tragedy and horrors that happen here on this continent. Because, you know, in, in other contexts, like in, in authoritarian countries uh, or, you know, one-party states, they don't have these kind of conversations. The, the government dictates what its population learns in general and in school contexts regarding the heroism of, 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 of the founding of those countries. But here, we're not a one-party state. You know, we're a democracy with mm-hmm. uh, supposedly progressive liberal values. So hopefully we as a country are capable of these conversations uh, and see them as being meaning, meaningful and worthwhile. Uh, and schools are, are a great place for, for this. I mean, part of the, the article that this conversation is coming out of uh, that I co-authored uh, in, a, in a publication called The Conversation, is about the idea that uh, schools are contacts or places where these kind of conversations can happen. And, uh, you know, in a one-party state, that does not happen. But if we're going to allow ceremonies and remembrance events like Remembrance Day into a school context, then we, should, we also open the door to allowing an opportunity uh, for teachers and, and students to have kind of more complicated conversations uh, about the nature of Canada, the origins of Canada, uh, and things that have been left out. 
And I think you kind of answered the question, but I'm going to ask it because I'm getting it all over the text line. And I think it's a, it's a fair question. A lot of people are saying, Remembrance Day is about all of our veterans. Why do we need to have a special Indigenous Veterans Day? If we're recognizing all of our veterans, we're recognizing all of our veterans. Why do we need the distinct day? And why do we need to have this conversation, Trevor? Well, I think that the problem is that they have been so often overlooked, and they're easily overlooked uh, on November 11th. I mean, my concern in separating the two dates is that people that don't want to think about Indigenous veterans or Canadian Indigenous history are just going to ignore Monday, yesterday, uh, and that and that holiday, and just focus on Canada being born in Vinyard Ridge, you know, or yeah. mil- elder military conflicts. So, I mean, my concern is a bit about the separation that we can that those who don't want to think about this can kind of get away with their doing what they do on November 11th, and and that be the end of it. Um, but I think the problem is there, because there hasn't been adequate recognition of their contributions, uh, it's worth worthwhile having a separate day. And, and by the way, also, there is a, a monument in Ottawa specifically to Indigenous veterans. But I, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of taking a different perspective, which is that we need a more holistic, integrated perspective of Canada and Canadian history and to bring these two together. Uh, and that's really only because my concern is that people that don't want to learn about this, which, you know, actually included myself uh, until just a few decades ago, uh, because of my own educational experiences were, were quite one-sided. So people that don't want to learn about this can easily kind of skip through. Yeah, I think you make a good point. It's an important conversation to have, and I'm glad we did today, Trevor. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. That's Trevor Norris, who is Associate Professor at the Department of Educational Studies at Brock University. And yeah, a lot of you texting in, and believe me, the same thought crossed my mind. You know, when you, I didn't know that we had an Indigenous Veterans Day on November 8th until yesterday. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And it's been around since 1994 in Manitoba. And, and, and I, a lot of you asking, well, why do we need to have a separate Indigenous Veterans Day? I thought Remembrance Day was for all veterans. Why do we need to specialize this? Why do we need to focus on this? Why do we need to split our veterans into different categories? Same thought crossed my mind. I think it's natural to think that. And, you know, the response that we got from Trevor is, um, because it's important and it's not just, it's not just, the you know when you when we talk about Remembrance Day we talk about World War One we talk about World War Two we talk about um, Afghanistan Korea those kinds of conflicts come to mind but he's saying you know what that sort of overlooks the conflicts that took place in our country way 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 back and they deserve our recognition too that's the explanation all right and I'm glad Trevor joined us to provide that for us today.